Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's time for the first look. It's week 15. Maddie Kroll, it is the fantasy playoffs. Are you in? I any? made it. Yeah. I'm in a few leagues, which I just feel the pressure. Everybody else, like I'm in all these group chats, Dr. Roto, especially like everybody's so excited. And I'm over here like, you guys aren't sweating. Like I'm nervous. <laughs> so look, it, I mean this in the best way. Getting the playoffs are great. Winning your league winning. is better. Yeah. Right? So I'm trying getting, for those bragging rights. Right. As long as I don't lose. Weeks. Yeah. These three weeks are critical. And Maddie, it's a, it's a nightmare right now. Your boy Baker, COVID. Every, everybody in the Browns. Everybody in the Browns. What do they all hang out together in the same hotel room? Apparently I mean, they on? like each other. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. I'm worried though, because I think this year was harder than last year. Last year was hard because because teams like were off for the whole week, right? And they move games. This is like Jamal Williams gets COVID on Saturday and he's out of the game. Like you don't even know who's playing on your fantasy team until literally kickoff. I was joking with somebody the other day. They were messaging me, messaging me, asking me for my DFS picks. And I said, you know what? I'm going to hit you up Sunday morning. Like, <laughs> Let me see who's even going to be available. I know. Because I everybody I chose was just like dropping like flies. Yeah. Totally not a joke. I mean, no. Do we even know Mike Williams was going to play? We had no idea. Keenan mm -hmm. Allen, yeah, we thought. But then, I mean, if they rule a guy out on Saturday, great. But if it's not, it's minute to minute. I'm telling you, too. Like, I have a couple of friends in the league. And when it gets to this time when I'm trying to make playoffs or whatever, like, I will start throwing out my do me a favor, help me out. <laughs> and there's a couple of people they really don't know until last minute. You're talking about teammates have zero idea. They've game planned for multiple players because nobody knows. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw De DeAndre Hopkins done for the year. Yeah. Which is so sad. Look, I think the Cardinals have made a great run and they've really done it without. You think they're done? No, no I think they've oh, made okay. a great run, but I okay. think they've done it without Hopkins. Mm -hmm. I mean, what has he really done this year? And they did it without Kyler Murray for a lot of games. Mm -hmm. They did. They're a great team. I was really upset with the loss this week, but I still feel like they are a great team. And I think they have the potential to be in the Super Bowl this year. Really? I with, do. Even without Hopkins? I do. I think when so. When A.J. Green is your number one? I think so. I, they are very well-rounded, and typically they stay composed. And that's what you need. Did you see James Conner was injured on the last play of the game? Yeah, but is that injured, injured, do we think? I, I hope it. I, I mean, I know he went in for an MRI, so I hope it's not injured, injured, just injured. Yeah, we'll see. By the way, real quick, did you see the article today about Urban Meyer kicking Josh Lambeau? I am so sick of us giving him attention. I want somebody in Gen Z get this started, start caring about football, and cancel him. Like I'm, like I'm done. That's how I feel about Urban Meyer. Get out of there. Yeah, I mean, he's he's demolishing. That organization. It is such a bad look. Can I tell you something? I totally believe Josh Lambeau without even a question. I, I do too. I can picture it. And isn't it telling that, I don't know if you've been on Twitter after that came out, 
nobody is defending Urban Meyer. I didn't see one tweet where somebody was defending him. Right. I mean, you could totally see the frustration. It's totally different, you know, coaching college and coaching pro, right? College guys, you know, they'll listen to whatever you say. Pro guys, they make more money than Urban does. I mean, it's hard to get a bunch of guys who are getting paid, you know, millions to listen in a room. It's just the wrong place for him. Yeah. I agree. I'm sorry. Cheap one. Easy, easy. The only success he's found this year. (laughs) This year, at least. Okay, Maddie, let's get it started. The Chiefs Chargers over under 52. You Now, these are two teams that you know quite well because you've been all over the Chargers offensive line. I've on them. Chiefs offensive line. Yes. Which which defense can take advantage of which offensive line? That's tough to say. It's tough to say because it's really dependent – on how they play because I've seen them both at different extremes. And what's really funny is they're pretty similar when you talk about comparisons. I don't have a favorite in this game. I have things to watch, but I do not have a favorite. And I know that's a bad answer. If- no, it's a good answer. I, th- I think the running games here are gonna be very important because these are two teams you can run against. And if you can run, it'll open up the passing but Keenan right. Allen is back. Mike Williams is obviously is he's healthy again. You know, Tyreek Hill hasn't done much recently. He needs to explode. Kelsey has been MIA for pretty much, it seems like, most of the season. I'm interested to see if this game can explode. I am too. I'm not confident that it will. I think that if we're talking about a lot of points, it's going to fall to the Chargers side. Selfishly, I need this game to be like 10-7. <sighs> That's what I need. <laughs> I don't see Kansas City going out and dropping a ton of points. I really don't. Not the way they're playing. Mahomes mm-hmm. is just not Mahomes anymore. No, well, they're running an R. Okay, so the issue at the beginning of the year is they were running all these RPO offenses and not utilizing the run option, right? So now they're able to do that. Um, I think that. Travis Kelsey, I don't know that he's coming back this season. I really don't. And everybody knows that you just shut down Hill. And what does that leave open in the run game? So they will do that. I don't, I just, they're not attacking the middle of the field. It's not there. And it's in Patrick Mahomes' blood just to want to throw deep every time. And it's not there. I mean, defenses are shutting it down a majority of the time. So if there's going to be an explosion, it's going to be on the opposite side of the ball, which I can kind of see happening. I do feel like the Chargers are going to attack the middle of the field. They're going to get those short little rhythmic passes. That's what Herbert, once he gets into that rhythm, he can't be stopped. So if he comes out, I will tweet out the beginning of the game. I can, from the first drive, I'll be able to tell you if the Chargers are going to take it or not. You know, in years past, I think that certain quarterbacks went, you know, through the ball deep. Mm-hmm. And it was a way to start your offense. Now, I don't think teams are doing that anymore. No. There's a lot of middle stuff. There's a lot of short stuff. There's a lot of quick outs and make something of it. I think it's because the quarterbacks don't have time to throw the ball deep. I mean, that Kirk Cousins touchdown to KJ Osborne last week. Yeah. I mean, he actually had that extra second. So he made that connection, but that's very rare today. We, you don't see plays like that much anymore. Right. And So with the Chiefs, a lot of what was happening when Patrick Mahomes was having the success with those bombs is they were 
the offensive line was run blocking no matter what, which gives you a little bit of extra time if you can step up into the pocket or get out, right? Defenses are shutting that down. They're taking that away. They are now driving the line back. And so if you get caught upright, even just one guy, it's trouble for Patrick Mahomes, and he doesn't feel confident in those situations. So he doesn't have the time to sit and look downfield. Right. They don't. Yeah. And, I mean, that's why it's so critical. It's funny with a lot of these teams who have high draft picks. I don't want to hear that a quarterback's going to come early next year. I want teams to be concentrating on offensive and defensive line. Yes. That's where the game is won. Thank it truly you. is. It is. I mean, I mean, and everybody's, I've talked about this, Micah Parsons, even. Generational talent, by the way. Right. Just know that my, my cousin is a big Giant fan. Every time I speak to him or see him, the first thing comes out of his mouth. I can't believe the Giants gave up on Micah Parsons. I can't believe the Giants. I, I said, think that every said, time he they plays. Got a, they got a first-round pick. They got good value. He goes, it doesn't matter. He's a great player, maybe mm-hmm. arguably the best defensive player in the league this year. Absolutely. Cool. And if and you're not going to develop the talent that you do take, like, you know what I mean? If I ask you right now, would you rather have Kadarius, Tony, in a first-round pick or Micah Parsons? Who would you take? Micah Parsons. All day. Honestly, I was joking, but I I mean, I kind of believe it. You could line Micah Parsons up as a wide receiver and say, go catch the ball. You know, when we watched Hard Knocks, he was a little kooky. But kooky is good. Sometimes you want your linebackers to be a little loony. You want all your defensive players to be loony. That was my stepdad's thing. Like, he was the defensive coordinator. If you're going to date an athlete, do not date a defensive football player. Right. A little crazy. A little crazy. My daughter's not dating a crazy dude. All right, Maddie, let's get to the Raiders and Browns. The over under here is 40. I'm surprised it's that high considering literally everybody in Cleveland has, has COVID. And right now the only player I feel confident of playing is Nick Chubb. And he hasn't, he hasn't been giving us what we need lately. Yeah, because Conklin's out. The offensive line's in shambles. This, is, this, is, this is, honestly is a terrible football game, and I'm sorry people have to watch it. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I felt, I felt that way about the, Ra- or the Ravens-Browns last week. Um, and I kind of feel that way about the Raiders right now. I really Raiders do. Are done. The Raiders are done. Look, I give the Raiders credit. Between Ruggs and Gruden, they hung on as long as they could, but now mm-hmm. it's just – Literally, the dam has been broken, and it's just a train wreck. It's floodgates. I really want to like Renfro. I really do. I love Renfro. But it just – you really never know. I mean, he's it. He's a baller. 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 And I just feel bad for him. I really do. I'm telling you this straight up. Anybody out there listening, I promise you this. I'm taking him in every round four next year. Mm -hmm. Baller. Right. The dude's in the right spot. He's a great hands. He's fast enough. He's he's like 17 to 20 fantasy points every he is Cooper Cup without the good quarterback. I was gonna say he's not quarterback dependent either. If they brought somebody else in, he would be the exact same, if not better, if not enhanced by better Look, People are looking at Cooper Cup and going, Where'd this come from? Well, he had Jared Goff throwing to him, who stinks. <laughs> now he stayed healthy and he has Matthew Stafford. And they have multiple other weapons, which takes less. I mean, he has less defenders, so it takes a little bit of the attention off of him, especially right. when they're running empty. Patriots and Colts, Maddie. This, this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Now, 
you're the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I'm going to take Michael Pittman out of the game. Because I don't think I could take Jonathan Taylor out of a game. He's a, he's a running back. Hard to take a running back yeah. out of a game. But I could bracket Pittman and make Carson Wentz throw the ball to anywhere else on that field, which I don't think he can do. And I think this is why the Patriots win this game, because Mac can throw it. I thought you were saying if you were coaching the Colts, you would take Pittman out. And I was about no, no, no. to disagree so hard. Now I'm following. So as an opposing team, you're like, I'm taking the guy out. that I'm taking out. Taking okay. out. Then I'm forcing him to throw to Hilton, Pascal, or any of these other guys who stink. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Taylor do what Taylor does, right? I'm going to put, you know, seven guys mm-hmm. on the line and try to stop Taylor. Which and they gonna, can. They have which, the line for that. They have the line for that. And they could rotate guys in and out all game mm-hmm. long. And I will make Carson Wentz throw the ball to the other receiver, which I don't think he can do. And I think the Patriots will be able to run the ball, throw to Hunter Henry, Throw to Jacoby Myers. I think the Patriots win this game by 10. At least 10. I agree with that. I really do. Especially, so they are going to do exactly what you're saying. The crazy thing is, is typically when you do that, you give up a lot of the middle for those short dump passes. They, You can't do that on the Patriots. Right. They're, they're big and they're fast. Fast. And, and Wentz so. doesn't do that in general. That's not the pass that he throws. No, he throws an interception before he'll do that. Right. He just doesn't use the middle of the field like that. He doesn't have the personnel to do that. So mm-hmm. I just think that this do- these two teams don't match up well for the Colts. I, mm-hmm. I just think that because the Colts have literally have one receiver, they don't have that other guy who could help a lot here. And I think it's a problem. I think it's a problem. And I stand by this. I think that Belichick is a defensive mastermind. The best ever. They're they're going to get inside Carson's head so heavy this game. Yeah. It's going to be really easy too, especially with Judon. He's so oh, okay. versatile. Oh my god, fast, fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cowboys against the Giants. Dak. You know, look. Let me ask you this question. Let's say you have Dak as your quarterback during the fantasy playoffs. Are you feeling warm and fuzzy about this? No. 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 I okay. Being very transparent in a redraft league, I have um, Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson rostered on the same team. Lamar Jackson is obviously questionable. I have been texting my contact. It's truly going to be like, we don't know yet. I am probably going to pick up Huntley. I would. And I like I don't feel comfortable starting Dak at all. At all, I'm I'm considering strongly taking Huntley over Dak Prescott this week. I don't know if I could do that because the Giants do kind of stink. I like Bateman. I do. Love- I like Bateman Huntley. I just 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 throwing this out there for you, okay? Just throwing mm-hmm. this out. There. I love Bateman too, but the Browns rookie cornerback Greg Newsom was out last week. Greedy mm-hmm. Williams was there instead. Greedy Williams stinks. Newsom is a great cover guy. There was one play, I don't know if you saw it, Bateman caught the ball, juked one way and went the other way, and he mm-hmm. got like an extra 15 yards. That doesn't happen with Greg Newsom there. No. Just throw that out there. But I'm, I, I just have a feeling, I don't know. I just have a feeling, and I, it's not a, I don't know if it's a bad, that bad of a feeling about Dak or that I have a good feeling about either Huntley or Lamar, but I feel like the Ravens are going to be more prepared and less 
off of their rocker. Here's the other thing with the Ravens. Villanueva killing me, absolutely killing me. I don't like, I really don't understand the entire game. Ben Powers was pulling or chipping to that side and he was still getting beat every single play. Literally just couldn't hit. He's slow. His footwork's bad. He loses position. Well, he can't recover. And so it's just a target. Did you see the play where Miles Sanders not only gets the sack, but then he gets the ball and then he runs in for a touchdown and all the way was still standing there. Yeah. That's how bad Because he's beat. Yeah. yeah. Get him out. That's how yeah. I, which, I mean, they're all beat up. Sorry. I know that we were talking about Dallas, New York. Um, how do you feel about Baltimore Green Bay anymore? I'm good with that game. <laughs> oh man, I got off on a tangent. I do that sometimes. All right, I got another one for you here. Okay. Titans Steelers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right here the Doctor Roto prediction of the week. This is the sneaky fantasy game that people think is going to be underwhelming. I believe will be a high scoring game because both these secondaries kind of smell. I didn't see that from the Steelers. Do you? How much do you think the Titans are actually going to put up? How many points? What's your? Give me. Well, the Steelers secondary. I mean, we saw what Kirk Cousins did in the last week. Oh, yeah. we saw, did you see the running holes that Dalvin Cook had? Um, they have holes everywhere, but yes. So, but the Titans can't run because Foreman is not Dalvin Cook. So I think Tannehill throws for at least two fifty and two touchdowns, at least. I'll get I behind think, that. Actually, I, think I can see ben, that. Ben is going to throw all day because the Titans secondary is not good. I think this game is going to be like a 27-24. Let me see here. Right now, Vegas okay. is calling this a 41. I think this game goes 51. How about that? 27-24. Titans win it. Okay. Just watch. I'm just throwing it out there. Titans okay. secondary. Do you know how why you think the Titans secondary is good? Only because Trevor Lawrence stinks. Trevor Lawrence is terrible. Absolutely terrible. He's in a really bad situation. I'm still thinking about this. I, okay. I'm going to go with Titans. 51. I don't know if I can get behind that. What was, you said 40. They're going to score 27 points. Okay. Right. The 51 is the total of the whole game, right? Yeah. What is Vegas calling 47? 41. 41. Oh, 41. So I'm up in a 10. You're up in a 10. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger looked very good in the second half last week. But he can only play like a full quarter of actually good football. Exactly. Right. He It's going to look bad until halftime. And then the second half, yeah. he'll wake up. It's going to if yell the wind's blowing wrong, if the weather changes in any way, it's not a good situation there. <laughs> no, that's a good point. All right. Let's just, I mean, let's talk about, I want to talk about this next game for literally five seconds or less. Texans, Jaguars. Oh, are people going to watch this game? I will say this. Davis Mills looked good last week. There you go. Okay, there's my five seconds. (laughs) You don't want me to get into this. Cardinals-Lions, this is a 47 and a half spot. So Vegas thinks there's going to be points here. No Hopkins. Cardinals have Chase Edmonds probably back. Swift, we don't know if he's back or not. I'm hoping he's back. TJ Hopkinson may be back. This game could be more exciting than people think. 
it could be more exciting than people think. I don't think that it's going to be a crazy high-scoring game. I just don't. The Cardinals are not the type to pound it down your throat. They really need you to fight back to have the motivation to go out and do something. If not, they're just going to game manage and protect themselves. That's that's what they do. So it is what they do. Totally yeah. agree with that. But the Lions stay in every game, though. Yeah. Except last week when it was really bad. <laughs> that was bad. But Swift, I mean – what do you do without Swift? You you play Craig Reynolds, who was probably packing my groceries at Publix last week. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was. I literally think he was. There's a guy with the name tag Craig. I thought it was him. Okay. Washington <laughs> and the Eagles. Taylor Heineke was bad. Miles Taylor Sanders Heineke is hurt. McLaurin might be out. This game could be kind of putrid. Do you like mm. Jalen Hurts this week? I do. I do. And I like Jalen Hurts as a player. I've gotten so much hate on social media lately saying that it's just because I'm biased at OU. And I'm like, he was barely even at OU. He came to get a Heisman. Did you know him? No. Did you know people who knew him? Yeah. Was he a good guy? He came for a Heisman. Hmm. I mean, it was a business decision and he treated it like that. He was not there for the culture to be like big man on campus. He wasn't buddies with everybody like Baker was. He was there to get get his trophy and get on. Get to and when he couldn't get one, he left. Who? Wait, he went to Alabama first, right? He went to Alabama first, oh, right. and so, then yeah, he came here. Get, he was there to get what he wanted because we had Baker Murray, and right, then right, Hertz was like, right. "All right, I'm coming, Lincoln." Yeah, but Hertz was in trouble at Alabama because Tua was better. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. I don't think that Jalen Hurts fit in the Alabama offense. No. What he wasn't talented him? enough. Did you watch Bryce Young at all this year? A little bit, yeah. Is he a pro to you or no? There's going to need to be some crazy development. But that's the thing. I think there's potential there. Do I think he's going to be a standout? Absolutely not. Very skinny. Yeah. Well, like, and a like, little, a little slow. Yeah, and for slow. you for you to be slow at the collegiate level makes me very very nervous for how you're going to going to process things at the professional level. Slow and skinny is never a good thing, right? And awkward with, I like footwork wise a little bit yeah. awkward. Yeah. All right, Miami and the Jets. Um, kind of like Miami this week a lot. I like Not Miami a, a lot. A lot. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we love, oh my God, I love Jalen Wild. Me too. Me too. All right, Panthers and Bills, Maddie. Um, the Bills' offense was surprised. Okay, so Josh Allen came back. He did, but he's not good against zone defenses. He's much better against man to man defenses. Mm-hmm. Much. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know that's what you they You can have. read the defense. What is Carolina? I, I don't know what Carolina runs. I'll have to study that this week. I'll be interested in watching that because if they run a zone, that game could be 17-14. They typically run more zone, but they've been they've been switching it up a little bit more. The thing is, is when they run man, they have weird subfronts, which I think will throw will throw Josh Allen off. That offensive line. That offensive which, line. Panthers or no, or, the Bills. Well, they're both bad. The Panthers' offensive line is bad. Panthers' too. offensive line is bad too, but I like the Panthers' defensive line against. 
the Bills' offensive line a lot. I do too. I think a they're going to be plucky. I think Allen may get sacked a couple of times. He may throw a pick or two. It's possible. Could but be I think it's going to happen on the opposite side of the ball as well. So I think this is a very low-scoring game. Yeah. Um, the Bills have potential to pull this out, um, but it's not going to be a pretty win. No, this feels like 12-10, 13-9, something ugly. Feels like a special teams kind of day. Yes. All right, Bengals, Broncos. I just don't even know how to describe this game. The Broncos are not good, but you have to go in there and beat them. I just don't know whether the Bengals can go in there and dominate the way they should because I don't think their Bengals are playing the right way, Maddie. I think they're running the ball with Mixon and falling in love with that. When this, to me, is a high-octane offense that needs to be throwing more, throw to set up the run versus run to set up the throw, in my opinion. trying to think about how I want to respond to that because their uh, run to set up the throw has been working quite well. Has it? Are you going to win? Are you going to win the big game running it three times? And then listen, I'm just going to do this first down mixing gets it gets three yards. It's second and seven. Next time Mixon gets it, it gets, let's call it four yards, it's third and three. You're putting Joe Burrow into a third down situation every time to make it. That's a lot. And I'm not saying that he can't do it. He performs saying, well in the third down situation, though. I'm not saying I'd rather throw the ball in the first down and get seven yards, and now I'm second and three. Now I could run the ball to Mixon, get that first mm -hmm. down. I just would want to reconfigure that offense a little bit. I think it would help that team dramatically. I can see that. I think – there's definitely a benefit to doing that. Um, I think because right now T Higgins is questionable. That, that's, a that's a major loss. And that's red flags, red flags everywhere. Now, let me tell you something. The Broncos best cornerback is Bryce Callahan, who um, you have to see if he's playing. If he is playing, um, he is the best that I've seen, the best slot cornerback that I know in the NFL. Let me see. Just checking. Yeah, he's there. So you've got Sertan, Callahan, Darby. I don't like this, Maddie. I don't like this for the for the Bengals at all, by the way. I don't like it at all. So that's a good and secondary. The, I'm now I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at this depth chart, and there's so many cues. There's so many cues. Uh the Bengals are making me nervous now. It's know. it's almost everybody. It's literally almost everybody. I mean, over half of their line. Yeah, From center to right tackle. It and all of the backups as well. This could be a disaster of a game. I kind of really like the Denver defense this week. I do too. And Denver can do just enough on offense to make it just happen. Enough. Just, just enough. enough. Right. I agree with you. I'm going to go Broncos this week. All right. Falcons 49ers. Kind of love the 49ers right now. I love Elijah Mitchell if he plays in this game. I love Elijah Mitchell every game more than I see him. Really a big fan. You Kittle, love Kittle. Ayuk, Samuel. This team is looking like a playoff team. Looking like a playoff team. But my money's not going on. <laughs> They'll get there. Let me They'll ask you a there. quick question here moving forward. Yeah. You have Trey Lance, who you spent the third overall pick on. You mm -hmm. got Jimmy G who looks pretty good. What do you do next year? You go with Trey Lance. Mm. Okay. So you just you give up on Jimmy G. Yeah. You spend the off season developing him. Maybe you, 
I don't know. Maybe you can work it as a backup quarterback. He's a valid backup option, I feel like. Can you trade him? Can you trade him to a team that needs a quarterback? I mean, you could, depending on I mean, what you're trying to do in the offseason, what moves. But as far as Trey Lance goes, he's – I mean, that's going to be their guy. Okay. I right. really feel that. And they're, they are going to redesign that offense around him. For him, right, and give him more time. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my, my, my blow-up game of the week, Maddie. I'm going to talk about it on Friday night. Seattle and the Rams. I am so in on this game. I think this is a high-scoring game. Big, big. Okay. Van Jefferson, nobody can stop him. Cooper Cup, nobody, nobody in Seattle can stop, can stop him. Nobody, nobody period, no. can stop Cooper Cup. I, I don't like Seattle at all. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game because of that. I don't feel like Seattle's going to do a whole lot. I give them <laughs> – I give them – I'll go 10 points. 10? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll take, I think that they are going to what, get I'll shut say, I'll down say, I'll by that defense. Whoever's closer wins. I'll say 20, you say 10. Deal? Okay. I'm there. 15, right. we split it. But if it's anything more, I win. Yep. All right. Deal. I'm going to go okay. 10. Okay. I'm going to get – go ahead. Did you see the way that that defense finally meshed – they did look pretty good. They did. But I think that Seattle. Donald, Vaughn, they were yinging. They were moving. You you didn't know what was happening because that's how much they were moving. I was having to like pause my TV and see where they were at before each play. It, As a viewer a who weeks. has straight on view of it. It took a couple of weeks to get there and it's there. I mean, it is. And you already have a guy in Russell Wilson who doesn't want to be there. He's actively shown that. He's got Tyler Lockett. Is kind of where I feel. Are you ready for the surprise touchdown this week? Are you Who ready? Who you got? Who you got? Gerald Everett revenge narrative. Oh, okay. I'm not saying Lockett's going to score, but Gerald Everett's scoring. Just write it down. All right. That one Saints. touchdown that they're going to get. That's it. There's your one. And then the field goal. All right. Saints, Buccaneers. The Saints will – there's literally two people that you want in fantasy for the Saints, Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara. The rest is all doo-doo. 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 Buccaneers win this game by a lot? Yeah. First of all, Brady's going to come out hot because he lost to them already this season. But that doesn't sit well with Brady. Secondly, that Bucks defensive line is dirty. Dirty. Ooh. They're playing better and Ooh. better each week. The bu- And fast. Week. Fast and aggressive. They don't second guess anything. They are dominating at the line of scrimmage every single time. If you watch the film, the offensive line, the opposing offensive line is like this. Like almost every single snap because that's how quick they are getting over the top of them. They're not even using swim moves. That's like, that is pure body, just physicality over the top of them to be able to mow guys over like that. That doesn't happen anymore in the league. It's if beautiful. I'm not mistaken, Maddie, I think the Bucks could be the winner. And here's what I mean. This week they have New Orleans. The next two weeks, Carolina and the Jets. Mm-hmm. If you have the Tampa Bay defense right now, you might be looking at as a league winner. You might be getting double-digit points the next two weeks after this week. And even this week, yeah. you might be getting 15, 45 points in the next three weeks from these guys. I could see it. Absolutely. I could see it. All right, last one for you, the Monday night game, Minnesota and Chicago. Dare I say Justin Fields might have a good game this week? And Kirk Cousins, this may be a, a big blow-up spot game. 
Yeah. I just struggle with Justin Fields. That that's rough. He's got it rough. Um, and Minnesota's gonna. <sighs> They're either going to be behind and come back and play it really close, or they're going to be way ahead and blow it. Um, Kirk Cousins should have a good game. Should have a good game. Justin Fields, it just makes me nervous just because, I mean, he is literally in survival mode every single time he steps behind that line. He's in a fight or flight situation every snap. It's looked better the last few weeks. It has looked better. Because it was really bad in the beginning of the season, but it has looked better. It has. He's, but it's all him. It is all him. He's doing that with no help. No. Can I tell you something? You're gonna think I'm crazy. I would rather have Khalil Herbert than David Montgomery right now. That guy looks faster than David Montgomery. I look faster than David Montgomery. <laughs> you do. You do. And he gets confused. Have you seen where he turns and they're yeah. literally telling him exactly what to do? Yeah. Right before. Yeah. That's bad. You don't have to be a genius to be a football player, but you do have to know which direction to run. Yeah, at that level, you got to be decently intelligent. I'll right. say that. Right. At least this way. football IQ. Yeah. Right, exactly. I'm yeah. not asking you to solve the, you know, the, ge- geometric theorems, so, but I mean, just run straight, dude. That's so funny. This is this is off topic, but I have to say this. Okay, in high school, I was a trainer, so I was there, whatever. My stepdad coached. We had one player that I would print out on his play card that would say, run, don't run, run, don't run, run left, run right. It had like, I made like little graphics, but it literally, he would look and he'd be like, oh, I run. (laughs) It was solely for him. We had to make him one every single week. Right. This is not. Wonder how that guy's doing now. (laughs) Exactly. What is he doing with his life right now? He's probably coaching. Exactly. All right. Before we let you go, give me one big prediction this week. I think Seattle's going to have 10 points or less. All right. Mine is that the Steelers uh, Titans game blows up and gives you 10 more points than Vegas is saying. And I like it for 51. All right. Take your word on it. All right. Off to see same time next week. Sound like a plan. Sounds like a plan. I can't wait, but I'm not going to lie. If Seattle's 10 or under, I'm, I'm going to be hitting you up on, I'm yeah, I'm calling you out on Twitter. <laughs> if I lose, I'll wait until next week. Yeah, but... like, like, Did something happen? No. <laughs> Twitter muted. Exactly. All right, guys. For Doc and Maddie, good luck this week. Be well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.